to live like long term. I think I want to live somewhere sunny by the beach and I want to go surfing and yeah I just want to have this opportunity to do what I like and like be in the ocean every day, feel the sun on my skin. Like I think most Germans would be like, oh yeah, I love the sun so much too and I mm. love swimming and but they just accept that this is their life here mm. and that's fine because every everyone is different but I think this is my life and I can just create it the way I want to like I'm the creator of my life welcome to doing it for the Dharma in this series I'll be interviewing inspiring women who are following their soul's calling I'm your host, Maddie Lynch, the vegan yogi traveler, where it is my mission to connect with and spread the message of empowering women on this planet so you too can have the courage and knowledge to take the leap and follow your life purpose. Hello everyone, here's to another episode of Doing It For The Dharma. If you are new to the show, a very big warm welcome to you. Welcome to my new podcast, or I should say first and only podcast where, yeah, I'm interviewing women who are super, super inspiring. And the whole aim of this podcast is just to be able to inspire one another and realize that there are no limitations other than the ones that we place on ourselves. So yeah, I hope you enjoy my episode today. I'm with a very, very, very good friend, Kira, and we talk a little bit at the beginning about how we met, which is actually a super, super cute story. So Kira is such an inspirational person. She's doing so many amazing things. She's got her own YouTube channel, Instagram. She's spending a lot of time cooking amazing vegan food, she's traveling the world, she's manifesting her dreams. I think you've got to really, really resonate with the topics that Kira and I discussed today, some of those being how Kira got into manifestation at such a young age, how she manifested traveling around the world, including America, Australia, she's been going back and forth to Hawaii. Yeah, seriously, this girl is on fire. We talk about Kira overcoming some body issues and how she dealt with that. And yeah, just a whole bunch of topics that I am sure you are going to love. So without any further comments from me, I welcome you to my episode with Kira. Welcome, Kira, to Doing It for the Dharma. Thank you for being here today. So before we dive in, Kira, I would love to ask you, what does Dharma mean to you? Oh, Dharma. I guess it's a different word for life purpose, I would say. Yeah, that's my short answer. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful, short and sweet. Thank you. Okay, Kira, so... Let's dive in with a little bit of an introduction of how we know each other because I think it's a super cute story, right? Do you want to share? Yeah, the universe brought us together. So one day, how long ago? Over a year ago, Yeah, I was living living in Dusseldorf and I wasn't feeling very well. I don't know, I was a bit homesick because my family lived like five hours away from me and... 
my friends were busy and yeah, I don't know. So I, I thought I need, needed something to cheer me up and I logged into Meetup again, which I signed up for like three years ago, I think by that time in Australia and I never ever used it in Germany. But I just signed up again and I saw that there was a yoga in the park event in Düsseldorf that evening and it was a super beautiful summer day and I was like, okay, it's gonna go there and like yoga always makes me feel good. But I wasn't signed up in a yoga studio because it's quite expensive, but it was donation based and yeah. Later that evening I wasn't even feeling that well, like I had a headache, but I was like, okay, just still gonna go there, I have to do this, and yeah, that's how we met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that story, especially is because it was my first yeah. ever <laughs> yoga in the park, like I think I just come back from Greece, yeah. I think, yeah, I just mm -hmm. come back from Greece, and yeah, I decided I was gonna start this meetup, which I made while I was in Greece, um, and yeah, it just all worked out so perfectly. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, since that yoga lesson, we just became like... Yeah, we just knew besties. right from the beginning that mm. there was like a connection, I guess. Mm. I remember writing in my diary that night, like, I think she'll be a great friend of mine. And we only spent oh. like 60 minutes together that night. So, I yeah. love that. Yeah, <laughs> so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing us story together okay so let's dive in to you and of course I want we all want to know about the amazing things that you're doing at the moment and traveling to and everywhere but let's start with Kira the Kira who you know grew up at a young age like if you can share your experience yeah where you're from growing up and that kind of journey that would be cool um yeah, so I'm from a super small town in northern Germany. Don't have any neighbors, just cows around us. And there were like 900 people within that village, I think. And I have a twin brother and an older half-brother. And yeah, my twin and I just grew up always playing together. There was always... My mom or my dad was always at home, one of them. Because my, my dad works from home and my mom didn't work first couple of years and so yeah I had a super beautiful childhood I would say I'm so grateful for that and I went to primary school in the same village and then to high school in like a city close by so yeah and hey oh first I was always homesick when I was a child like I couldn't spend the night I had friends, except for my best friend, but I would always get homesick and then that kind of faded when I was like 15, 16, I had this urge to travel and see the world, so I really wanted to do an exchange and I did an exchange here in the US for five months and that's kind of how I got to the travel life, I would say, mm -hmm. and then I returned and finished high school after that. And that was kind of my um, childhood, I would say. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to ask more questions about it. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> obviously we know each other so well. I know that you grew up with like a very, very healthy family and your mom like, you know, making everything super clean ingredients. And because that's not very, I wouldn't say that was very normal. 
Like, no. So if you can talk a little bit yeah, about that. My parents were always very health conscious. Mm. Um, and yeah, not they weren't hippies, but like kind of in that direction, I would say. Like they love organic food and we... Like my mom was actually a vegetarian before she had kids, but she didn't even know that it was called vegetarian. She just didn't like meat. <laughs> and then when she had killed kids, she was like, oh, it's more convenient to have meat again. But we had meat so rarely and she would rather make like Kovavi schnitzel and Grünkern and Bolognese. I don't know how to say these things <laughs> in English, but Germans will know and yeah so we were always super healthy and we didn't really have any sweets at the house and yeah we just grew up like this um my mom was always a bit spiritual too so not super into it but yeah that's where I kind of got it too Mm, that's so funny because (laughs) just as you were speaking the the question just popped in my mind. Okay, where did your spiritual journey start? And as soon as I had that thought, you answered it. <laughs> I love like connecting our brainwaves up. Amazing. Okay, so your mom was a bit spiritual, so I guess that was kind of like a bit of a gateway for you. So, yeah. how did that develop over time? Was there something that happened, or a certain situation, or a book you read? How did that start? Mm-hmm. Um. I've always been into manifesting things. Mm-hmm. My mom was into that too. And I remember when I was pretty young, I don't know how young, but maybe between 10 or 12, like I was in the car with my best friend and her parents. And we were listening to a CD where a woman was talking about manifesting things. And she was like, never use the word never because the universe can't hear it. So. For example, if you don't want it to rain, like don't say, I don't want it to rain, but say the opposite like of what you want. So you'd be like, mm-hmm. I want it to be dry, the sun to shine and things like that. And this like burned into my mind. And from, yeah, from that point, I just started doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I used it for everything, like grades in school and just small things I want to manifest. And... Yeah, I've always been a positive person, I would say, because my parents are the same. And yeah, but I'm a bit extra positive, I think. I always <laughs> see the good in things. And I think that's where I kind of originated from. Um, so I think manifesting is already a bit spiritual. And then, I don't really know. I remember that after high school, I was in Australia and I read a book from Eckhart Tolle there. Mm. Um, was that the power of now? Yeah. Yeah. So good. And that was so mind blowing to me. I don't know. I liked it, but it also like it made me cry, and I I mm. still don't know why, but it was just very powerful. <laughs> and before that, I had only read like the law of attraction and stuff, not really spiritual, like bad spiritual mm. books. Yeah. Um. So the power of now was like my real real spiritual book and Mm. after that I read The Untethered Soul too and yeah yeah, now I've read many different spiritual books (laughs) (laughs) got a whole library and and I listen to podcasts and Mm. watch videos on YouTube and I just like to self-educate myself and I started meditating when I um, did my A-levels because my German teacher actually was like oh yeah, can help you Concentrate, and I was already wow. doing yoga at that time. Mm. 
Amazing. I started doing yoga when I was 17, I think, and then meditation when I was 18. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Such. Oh, I just love this journey. Okay, so let's backtrack a little bit to manifesting. First of all, I didn't know that you started at such a young age. I yeah. think that's so, so cool. Like, I only found out about manifestation when I was like, yeah, I don't know, like 18 or something. I actually had a book like my mom I think she I don't know if I asked for it or if she gave it to me but like mm-hmm. a book where I put down things I wanted to manifest <laughs> and I put like an iPhone in there and, no way. <laughs> <laughs> and like traveling to the I think even US and Australia mm. I don't even remember wow that's yeah. so cool that's for sure how I'm gonna raise my kids if, uh, if they happen <laughs> so what what is like the biggest thing that you've manifested either like in the past or recently what would you say um I know for sure that I like the past two flats I lived in I manifested them because like one in Dusseldorf and one in Hamburg they were both like exactly how I wanted them pretty mm-hmm. much like wow price and location and people I lived with so those for sure um and yeah just things like having a good time and like while I'm traveling for example like I don't really say like what I want to happen but (laughs) (laughs) the spirits are here (laughs) (laughs) Um, but just things like that, I guess. Mm. Um, and what would you say that you're like, what is your typical manifestation process? Do you have any rituals? Is there, is there something you do in particular to manifest? Um, yeah, I like to write things down. I always have a diary, um, or just a book where I put stuff in. Um, yeah, I always say that I'm grateful for it. Mm. I would be like I'm grateful that I and I think I most of the time I act like I have the thing already Mm. but sometimes I put like a certain time that by then and then I have this and this would say yes and I'm always super grateful and also grateful for the things I have already and I'm trusting in the universe and I'm like the last sentence would always be like thank you universe Mm, beautiful yeah so true I think gratitude is such a key Mm -hmm. component to manifestation like I think when we raise ourselves to the vibration of gratitude we like bring more into our lives and actually okay so I've been using this as a theme in my yoga classes recently because I was meditating the other day and during the meditation, they quoted something from Eckhart Tolle. Is it mm-hmm. Tolle or Tolle? It's like German. In German, you'd just say Tolle. But... Eckhart Tolle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it was this quote, which is, gratitude is the foundation for all abundance. And I was like, oh, So, so true. So I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, like you said, writing in the present tense, acting as though you already have it convinces the subconscious mind that we do right and then it has to follow so thank Mm -hmm. you for sharing those (laughs) tips okay so you've talked a little bit already about australia and the u.s like you've traveled a whole bunch so can you share that journey with us yeah so i already talked about my exchange when i was 16 and i thought i had two years two more years of school 
and I already knew when I was 16 that I definitely wanted to travel again and I had different ideas first I was like oh maybe I could do like a whole trip around the world but then I was like wait a minute that's quite expensive and I also wanted to go by myself because when I was in, Australia, in the US I met a German girl and we did like everything together but we only spoke in German which mm. like I found really annoying it was nice to have like someone but it's like no this time I'm gonna do it on my own because I already I also had friends from school who wanted to travel too and they were going together but I wanted to do my own thing and I definitely wanted to go to Australia I don't know where I got this idea from but yeah probably just because I imagined like beaches everywhere and good weather (laughs) (laughs) and yeah it's very popular for Germans to go to Australia for a year after school so I decided (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then I had the idea that I could just be an au pair because I started babysitting when I was 12 and then yeah it's not like that I'm super 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 into kids but like I get along well with them and I Mm. like babysitting um so I thought that would be a good idea because I didn't want to get to the country and not know anyone and like don't have an idea what to do so it's like it's good to have like a home base and know people and then start exploring from there and when I did it in 2015 there was a rule rule that you could only stay six months with a family mm-hmm. and for the US there was a different rule for example um, there's the like you have to stay 12 months with the family because I also had the idea that I um, could go to California because I Mm. also uh, always wanted to go there then I was like oh no six months is actually better Mm. so I chose Australia and then I had in my mind oh yeah after that I'm just gonna look for another family but then when I did it I saved up some money like didn't really spend much I was like Actually, I, I want to travel after mm-hmm. those six months because I enjoyed being in a pair but it was also kind of limiting because yeah I always always had to be in the city couldn't really take trips and I did the same every day mm-hmm. which was fine for six months but then I was done with it yeah. <laughs> and then I wanted to do farm work so I would get my second year visa but yeah, that didn't work out. <laughs> I traveled to Tasmania to do it, but mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I wasn't feeling happy and I didn't find work, so. Ah, uh, so you didn't manage to get to do any farm work at all? No, actually. Oh, but wow. I was kind of like, um, yeah, guided by the universe too, mm-hmm. I think. So I was in this small village in Tasmania, a hostel, and I had to pay rent for a whole week in advance, which oh. is like, Hostels don't do that no, normally, but so I, expensive. As and well. they told me, yeah, we will, we will look for work for you. And they were like, yeah, maybe you can find like a strawberry picking job. Would start in two weeks, and it's paid like very shitty, but mm-hmm. and we don't know, but maybe. So you mm-hmm. would have to wait like two weeks and do nothing because there's just nothing to do. Yeah. And I didn't really connect with the people at the hostels, so. I felt pretty sad. I was like, what am I even doing 
here like I'm in Australia and I want, I want to enjoy this time yeah, right. and not <laughs> like work for a job and then work a shitty job mm-hmm. three months all by myself and strawberry picking is like the worst thing I've ever done in my life oh have you done it? yes <laughs> yeah so I would have maybe done it mm-hmm. if I was with a friend but I was like not by myself mm-hmm. yeah no so I logged into Facebook and I don't even know where I found it but like probably some Tasmania traveling group but there was a Instagram photographer who was quite famous and he was looking for a travel buddy to go on a little trip cool. to like some <laughs> island called Mariah Island in Tasmania and yeah so I just texted him I was like oh yeah I'm free and then we just went on this trip. Oh, cool. I like, didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. I felt very adventurous. Cool. I was like, hey, I'm going on this trip with a guy to like some remote island. I don't even know him. <laughs> but wow. I felt pretty safe because he was mm. so like well known on Instagram. Yeah. I didn't know him before, but I saw like, yeah, that he posted regularly and that he mm. did it for a living. So it's like. So were you taking pictures of him or was he taking no, pictures of you? No, he was actually taking pictures of me. Oh, just, sweet. <laughs> he's like known for selfies with um, animals. Mm, so that's awesome. what he wow. does mostly. And yes, we had a nice time on this island. And after three days, I went to the capital of Tasmania. And then I actually met a good friend of mine through a Facebook group too. And she mm. offered me to like stay two weeks with her. And then through Instagram, I found two Germans um, who offered that I could travel the East Coast with them. So cool. my whole plans changed. No <laughs> farm work, but lots of traveling and fun. And mm. Yeah. Just being guided by your intuition mm-hmm. and love that so much. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about, because obviously I know you so well, mm-hmm. I kind of know like what your life plans are, so to say. So if you can talk about your, I don't want to like say it for you, but you know, like the things you're working towards and where you want to be building to you know what I mean right you can share (laughs) you can share that journey too um yeah so I don't want to live this typical nine-to-five office job Mm -hmm. life um and I don't really know yet where I want to live like long term I think I want to live somewhere sunny by the beach Mm -hmm. I want to go surfing and yeah, I just want to have this opportunity to do what I like and like be in the ocean every day, feel the sun on my skin. Like, I think most Germans would be like, oh yeah, I love the sun so much too and I mm. love swimming, and, but they just accept that this is their life here mm. and that's fine because every, everyone is different, but I think this is my life and I can just create it the way I want to. Like I'm the creator of my life. Um... Yeah, and I love vegan food and cooking, and I love to spend time at cute cafes. <laughs> and when I was in Australia, I got the idea that I could open my own cafe, maybe. Mm. Um, so I did an apprenticeship, actually in Düsseldorf, where we met. <laughs> I know all about this. Um, 
And this idea is still in my head, but I'm not sure if I'm going to follow through. Like, mm. I don't really like to make long-term plans. So right now I just want to travel a bit more and see the world. And I definitely want to do my yoga teacher training one day, probably next year in India. And yeah, I would like to work with that too. I can't really imagine myself being a full-time yoga teacher because mm. that's very stressful too. <laughs> I see with you. Like it's it's yeah, it's an amazing job, but mm. I also want to do like some cooking and stuff. So mm. I could see myself having like a cute little cafe and with another room where we could offer workshops and yoga. And, but yeah, you never know. Mm sounds beautiful but, yeah that's kind of my head right now mm, so good i love that and yeah if you know people who listen to this know you which they probably do like you know kira's food <laughs> is incredible so yeah let's talk about because obviously you've got your youtube channel your instagram like you're posting inspiring content delicious food if you want to talk how, how did that start out what inspired you to make the youtube like how did it all go in that direction um so i started with instagram 2000 let's <laughs> go so, quite a while ago when mm-hmm. was it um 2014 i think mm-hmm. one year before i finished school yeah um i was in this clean eating phase and people all over instagram are like i would follow those clean eating profiles on instagram i would like those like low carb meals and stuff and I was eating that way and I don't even like I can't remember why but I kind of felt like I wanted to do it too mm. but I didn't want my friends to find out about it or anyone I knew like I never <laughs> posted any pictures of me but my friends were very smart and they found out <laughs> very quickly <laughs> and they supported me too because like, mm. I thought they would maybe make fun of me but mm. of course they didn't and so I did that and I think after a year of doing that I switched from like low carb to high carb vegan Mm. before that I was vegetarian um yeah and Instagram inspired me to become vegan because it was very popular at that time and I just wanted to give it a try and I loved it and then I just started posting (laughs) vegan food so in the beginning it was all about food and now I post like about traveling and self-love, mm. meditation and stuff too. And my YouTube, um, I started that 2015, shortly before I finished school because mm. I wanted to do it so my family and friends could see what I'm up to in Australia. Nice. Yeah. And also because I love to watch vegan YouTube channels, I guess it's what I eat in a day and stuff. And, First, I was always like, okay, I'm going to do it when I'm actually in Australia because then I have a reason and like people wouldn't make that much fun of me maybe because I have actually something to share and like mm. show my family and friends. But then it's like, fuck this. I just want to do it. So mm. I'm just going to do it now. and like, don't care what people in school will say. Yeah, that's how I started my YouTube channel. And yeah, I did lots of food things first too and... Then I started talking about things that interest me too, and now it's like food, environment, spirituality, traveling. It's, it's a wild mix. So good, awesome, and I know there's like 
growing and growing and you've got like you know you've got more followers coming and you've got sponsors reaching out to you when you're doing you know like shout outs and getting like yeah amazing things so do you have any advice for people who are in your shoes they really want to yeah get into this content creation do you have any advice or tips on how you can grow or evolve in this area i think i'm actually not an expert Mm -hmm. on it because like for example i haven't posted a video in like two months Mm because i just don't feel like it and i go through those phases and Mm. same with instagram like i haven't posted something in a week and i know it's definitely like one key is to be consistent and oh like post week like videos every week and to do post every day on instagram but i think it's a lot about authenticity too Mm, so like if you don't feel like it people gonna feel it too and like why would i do something i don't feel like because it's just it's not my job or something it's Mm. just something i enjoy doing yeah so that but like if it's your plan to like get big because i don't really care about it that Mm. much you should probably post every day and have beautiful pictures like good lighting and stuff Mm. and i also noticed that since i started posting in german on instagram that more people reach out to me i think because in english i couldn't really like say what i wanted to say Mm. of course i can speak english and write english but like it wasn't like from the heart i would say Mm. so now like people can more identify identify with it um so yeah maybe a tip would be to post in your mother tongue Mm. like wherever you're from because there will always be people from the same country um yeah just talk and post what you like and also i like to be real on yeah both things but like more Mm. on instagram for example like i like to post food babies and i also (laughs) like to post my like in the story i like to post my food if it looks shitty because yeah so many people only show the good side Mm. and of course that's normal like i wouldn't really post a picture if if i'm crying or something like yeah of course but yeah it's important to show all aspects of life i think and people like to see that too i think yeah so so true i think this is where like i think when we are being real and authentic with social media i think that's when it can become a tool for healing rather than a tool that makes you feel shit about yourself and like comparing to everyone else so i think that's so great yeah when people are just full of themselves (laughs) yeah food baby (laughs) in the stories you like dancing and yeah i think it's super super important because yeah it has become like quite destructive right Mm -hmm. social media and yeah i like to inspire people to be their true selves and not Mm. be ashamed of them yeah and yeah i only follow people who make me feel good about myself and Mm. like good in general like i think lots of girls are following people like who are so fit for example and yeah like just models i don't know and then they are like oh yeah maybe i shouldn't eat that much Mm. and i think instagram should enhance your life and make it like better Mm. not the opposite so true yeah when i was in india doing my teacher training 
it was like we were like obviously diving into the self into self-love and i had this realization like why am i following all these fitness models on instagram they make me feel so shit mm-hmm. about myself so i like did a purge and like unfollowed everyone and now just follow yeah. like travel accounts and yeah, yeah. just people who inspire you mm. do you have any favorite instagrammers yeah. Um, you of course. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like Charlotte Weiser. Mm. She's from Hamburg, but she just moved to Barcelona with her mm. boyfriend now. She's like very authentic. And another girl who is very authentic too. Like her name is Rebecca Chelmy, I think. She's traveling in a van with her boyfriend. That's so cool. Um, yeah, I think those two are my mm. favorite at the moment. Awesome. And let's talk about, because obviously, is it next week you're going? Next week or it's, the week after? Yeah, like less than two weeks. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so Kira was in Hawaii. Was it last year? No, was it already it a year ago? It was this year, actually. It was this year already. <laughs> a year ago. Oh my God, I'm losing no, my mind. only five months ago. What? <laughs> okay, wow. Okay, so you were in Hawaii five months ago. Let's just pause and just talk mm-hmm. about that whole experience, shall we? Yes. <laughs> what do you want to know? Mm. Well, why were you there? What were you doing? Who were you with? How did this happen? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> um... So, yeah, Hawaii was another destination of mine I always had in my head and I really wanted to go there. Mm. And then I decided that I would go there as soon as I finished my apprenticeship. And I finished it in February, so I was like, oh yeah, that's perfect because I don't really like the winter and mm. yeah, it's <laughs> a good time to leave Germany. And then I thought, yeah, I want to be there for a longer period. I don't want to just vacation there for two weeks because I if I go somewhere I like to spend some time there and like live with locals and really get the full experience mm-hmm. and and I found out about Workaway it's like a website where you can find jobs for an exchange of food and accommodation because you're not allowed to work in the US because I just was there on the Esther visa which allows you to be there for three months as a tourist so you're not allowed to earn any money like oh that's perfect if I can look someone and like do some light work because I obviously don't want to do a nine-to-five job either (laughs) enjoy my time there and yeah I also knew that Hawaii was very expensive so I thought yeah it'd be good to get some (laughs) food too and so I signed up for Workaway and I wrote some different families and then I found my dream family mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were looking for a person to cook vegan dinners for them uh. and they already <laughs> said in the description they were like oh yeah we go surfing all the time and you have a car and it's like oh my god this like is this even true is mm. this real because it was everything I wanted wow. and then I wrote them a super nice message like it took some time and introduced myself and Wrote why I thought I would be a good fit because I already also saw that like more than two thousand people I think liked their page. Oh wow! Um, so I thought, oh, I bet they get like lots of requests. Mm. And then yeah, I manifested and like put down in my diary that 
it would work out because of course I didn't know if they wanted me if they would even text back and mm. if they had availability and already texted them six months before I wanted to go there yeah. and then it took some while before I got a reply but I did get one and the mom was like yeah we're going traveling for three months now but I'll get back to you after this so yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was going to work out but mm. at that time I didn't really texted any other families because I was like it is going to work <laughs> out and yeah it actually did work out and it was such a wonderful experience so I just had to cook dinner for them and I surfed a lot and explored the whole island mm. and met different people and yeah already in the first week when I was there I think actually on the first day like the first whole full day because I arrived in the evening I was like I have to come back. Like, mm. This is a dream. <laughs> I've done a lot of the mm. island. I was on Big Island and there's six other islands and didn't even get to see the other ones because I just ex- like enjoyed my whole experience there so much. Mm. And yeah, like I said, in the first week I knew, okay, I'm going to spend some time in Germany because it's summer then when I come back and I like summer and I like <laughs> friends and family, you want to see them. And yeah, I already knew I would come back in winter. Mm, beautiful. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned you went there with Workaway. Can you, for those who don't know what Workaway is, can you explain a little, little bit about that? Yeah, you just you sign up. It's, I don't remember how much, but it costs a bit of money for like a one-year membership. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 59 euros or something. Like mm-hmm. it's not that much and it's really worth it. And then you can... Um, like type in where you want to go like you can look for jobs all over the world but you can also be like very specific so I always put in that I was looking for something in Hawaii mm. and I could go through all the offers and message them and I, of course I had to I had a profile too with pictures and where I wrote stuff about me and my availability and where I wanted to go and Yes, there's so many different things you can do and you can Mm. also put in what type of help you can offer like babysitting, gardening, maintenance, house sitting, taking care of elderly people or pets, um, cooking, shopping, like Mm. there's so many opportunities and it's really all over the world and yeah, most offers are that you don't get any money, just Mm. Not just, but like you get an exchange, uh, yeah, food mm. and accommodation mostly, and yeah, it's a beautiful way to get to know people and yeah, have a whole different experience than if I if you would just do a vacation there. Mm, I love that. So do yeah. you have um, say someone is like wanting to travel but wants to do this like accommodation, food exchange for the experience and save money. Do you have advice for people? Who are wanting to do that, but they're a little bit maybe unsure or afraid or uncertain. Um, yeah, my advice would be to just do it. Mm. Like, you can just try it. And even if it doesn't work out, like, if it's not a right fit, you can look for something while you're already there. Like, for mm. example, you're staying with a family and it just doesn't feel good. You can look for another job there you can just go travel or you can go to a different country and you will meet so many people and Mm. I think you just have to 
trust the universe and everything will unfold and also trust yourself that you can do it like if you have the plan to do it and you want to do it you can do it mm -hmm. like just trust yourself trust the universe and I think especially in these days it's so easy to travel just like remember a couple of years ago there was no internet and couldn't talk to your family and you'd write mm -hmm. letters and now you can just go everywhere and be in contact and yeah yeah it's amazing don't be afraid like you're gonna be fine mm, beautiful thank mm -hmm. you so much for sharing that i think it'll be something that some people definitely need to hear because i think fear is the one thing that just yeah you can also back. always ask yourself like what's the worst thing that can happen mm. like in this situation it might be that you're like have to get a room at a hostel or something like mm. that's the worst thing that can happen and you'd be like wow <laughs> it doesn't sound so bad and then you would meet mm. new people there and new opportunities and my favorite quote is that everything happens for a reason so mm. yeah just go with the flow beautiful what is one of the biggest lessons that you've learned whilst traveling who <laughs> just came to me this question maybe that you can't really plan anything mm. I, I don't really like to plan too much ahead um yeah because you never know what happens like like i already said you just always meet so many new people and mm. your plans change and yeah probably this so sure my mama also has this quote like we're not religious or anything like you and your mom just um spiritual um but my mom always says like god laughs when you make plans because yeah they never yeah. work out <laughs> the, way, the way you think that they will yeah. which i guess is the beauty of life right yeah i also like like the unknown mm. for example i don't really know what i'm gonna do in hawaii this time yeah <laughs> people ask me all the time like yeah what are you gonna do and i'm not really sure yet mm. <laughs> but i think as soon as i'm there like something will unfold and i'm just trusting mm. myself and the universe and beautiful flow yeah, everything will be fine i love that <laughs> so good i think that's when it does work out though right when you surrender full trust yeah. full faith so sure. no doubt you'll have an amazing time okay so let's talk about some of the more like shadow aspects of traveling i guess this doesn't really get spoken about a lot um so other like major challenges you've overcome or times that you've been really afraid or uncertain have you ex had any experiences with this um i was homesick not really but like in no australia actually mm -hmm. in a way i wasn't homesick because i was only there for three months mm -hmm. but when i was in australia i was away for 13 months so mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, you can be homesick, but that fades too. And when I was in Bali, like, a man grabbed my boobs. Oh. Which, of course, wasn't, wasn't a good experience either. Mm. But How did you deal with that situation? I was so confused. Like, I shouted mm. at him and, yeah. like, tears came to my eyes. Because mm. I don't know why, but it was just, like, because I didn't... Shock, yeah. yeah. But I just shouted at him and told him that, yeah, we can't do that. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know, it was a weird experience, mm. but like, yeah. But I, I guess know. his experiences, 
Although, like, yeah, they do and they can happen. Like, there's yeah, so the few... same thing could happen in Germany, mm. I would say. Like, yeah. It doesn't really have anything to do with the country. Because mm. otherwise, like, that's the only bad experience that I made in mm. Bali. And, and you traveled all... so many places. Yeah. <laughs> and all other people were so nice. And... Mm. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your traveling journey. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you've mentioned a lot about... Like trusting the universe and this kind of philosophy and pathway. So are there any practices in particular that you do that really help you to like cultivate this trust within? Um, I try to meditate daily. Mm. Um, not really long, but like sometimes I just meditate for one minute, but it just helps mm. me because... Yeah puts the focus inwards and helps me slow down and yeah meditation always makes me grateful mm-hmm. like okay I'm here right now everything is fine and I'm breathing <laughs> so <laughs> can't be that bad so yeah I would advise you to make try the same because it's yeah just so helpful and you mm-hmm. always have time because think meditation for so many people is such a big word and they imagine they have to like sit down and Mm. put on candles (laughs) have a meditation app or whatever (laughs) burn sage and like do a prayer and do Mm. it like at five in the morning but you can just meditate everywhere Mm. and i also for example before i go to work i always like to say to myself like i work in a cafe um my work day is going to be fine, customers will be nice, I'm going to have a good day, like, yeah, I just like to tell myself in the morning that I'm going to have a good day, because mm. then it's going to be good in the most, yeah. most days, and yeah, just always be grateful, and be kind to each other, and yeah, be kind to yourself, that's mm. like the most important thing. Um, so true yeah. so yeah let's talk about some self-care practices and being kind to yourself because I know this is something that's super super important to you mm-hmm. as it should be for yeah, every person um, so yeah can we talk about your self-care journey like were you always were you always taking this very seriously or is it something that's come about recently how did it start um, I think I was always pretty kind to myself Mm. from what I remember like I was never one of the persons who were like oh I can't do this like Mm. I knew this was going to happen because I'm shit and blah 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 like this was always so annoying when people were like this to me I was like please (laughs) trust yourself like have some faith um so it's always pretty nice to myself in my head I would say yeah but I kind of had like some body image struggled from when I, like, yeah, even when I was a kid, I would say I was always, like, I was never overweight, but just a bit chubby, mm. and I kind of had a problem with that, because, yeah, I, just from what media was telling us, girls, yeah, that you had to be skinny, I was always with my body, like, I wasn't nice about that to myself, I would say, so, like, I already said, I was on this low-carb diet for like a whole year mm. before I realized oh actually you can't do this forever um so yeah just like in the couple last years 
I try to respect my body the way it is and be kind about that. Mm. Um, yeah, it just helps. Like, I realized that I only had this one life um, and that I should make the most of it. And it doesn't really matter what my body looks like. And now I'm just so thankful for my body because mm. yeah, Beautiful. everyone looks different and I'm, I'm not overweight and not at all and I'm super healthy and yeah now I just try to enjoy life as much as possible mm. and I'm not forcing myself to do exercise anymore and stuff because I would do that just to like because I was a weight uh, I was scared to gain weight and mm. stuff and I forbidden myself certain foods and yeah so I kind of had an eating disorder like mm. not very not a very big one I would say but mm. yeah just in my mind um yeah so I, I let go of this um what yeah. was the like trigger point to let go of it did you reach a point in your own awareness or was it for something outside of you that made you reflect on your behavior mm. if you remember I don't really remember, remember. it was just a mm. slow and steady process yeah because I was I always had those like two voices in my head like mm. one would be oh yeah you need to exercise and the other one would be mm, like but I don't feel like it why would I like yeah. I need to chill and mm. so I was kind of in conflict with myself mm. and of course I sometimes still have these voices in my head like it's a part of me and it's a slow process but I'm so much better now I just stopped exercising in Hawaii and didn't sign up for a gym again when I came back and like just a year ago like I would have never thought that I could just not go to the gym and yeah you just have to do it and now I mm. see like I'm fine even though I don't work out every day right and you're still so active like you went yeah. surfing and you dance and you walk and yeah and I yeah. just do the things I enjoy now like mm. I do more yoga but because I enjoy it like yeah for example I love yin yoga and like mm. that doesn't have that's not exactly <laughs> at all. It's, it's like the opposite. opposite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I just mm. always tell myself, make the most of this, just do the things you enjoy in life and yeah. So important. So funny because I have like a super similar story to you, which we we've talked about mm-hmm. before, obviously off the podcast. But um yeah, like I also had this like obsessive you know, just an obsession with the way that I looked and my body and going to the gym every day, twice a day, watching what I eat, you know, the story. And yeah, you were like a professional bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, for a short while. So that was like super, super intense. But yeah, when I started studying psychology and one of my modules was the psychology of appearance and embodiment, that's kind of when I like discovered yoga and like mm. the importance of self-love and how like all of the flaws that we think we have are just in the mind. Like we all have exactly. body dysmorphia without realizing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that for me was like definitely an awakening. Like, oh shit, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, crazy. So I think also it was like, it was also a, a general shift in consciousness. Like, I think, you know, some energies of the planet were awakening where we were starting to reflect more about how we're oh, yeah. questioning society and the For rules. Sure. Yeah. So, 
Beautiful. So happy about this change. Like, mm. it's going in the right direction. Yeah, and I know that you and I, we both had loads of, uh, loads of these topics that we love, like the aliens and oh, past yeah. lives. And <laughs> All those things. All that just, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess we can save that for a, another mm-hmm. podcast episode when you when you come back from Hawaii when next time. Oh, yeah. true. Yeah, we're going to see each other in Australia next year. So true. Oh, so, so looking forward to that. Me too. Oh, well, Kira, I think we're, we're wrapping up towards the end of our interview. But before we end things, I just love to do like a kind of fire round of just like fun <laughs> questions. I'm ready. Try not to think too much about the answer. Okay, so if you were to have a, a billboard and you could put one message on there to show to the whole world tomorrow, what would you write on that? The first thing that came to mind was love yourself. Mm. Probably because it's very important to me and we just talked about it. Yeah, so true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, veganism is very dear to my heart, too. Mm. So maybe... Yeah. Like, Let go vegan. Let <laughs> can fit it in one. <laughs> love yourself and go vegan. Yeah, <laughs> so true. That's the true form of self-love, right? <laughs> yeah. So what is your favorite vegan meal? Oh, Sushi. Mm, easy don't be we've made that so many times <laughs> okay so if you could um yeah have a little chat with your like i'm gonna say 16 year old self go a bit lower what would you say to her and why oh 16 <laughs> i don't know a... <laughs> like a piece of advice maybe that you would give her Maybe just trust, like, mm. that I'm going my way and that I yeah, can do whatever I want to. Mm. Beautiful. Do you have a, we call it in English, like, a pet peeve? Like, oh, I love you. vocabulary in school, <laughs> I remember. What? Uh, could you give an example again? A I'm pet peeve, sure. for example, like, someone chewing their food oh, yeah, really loudly. So do you have, like, any pet peeves? Something that really annoys you. <laughs> I'm sure I do, but I can't remember now. Like I don't like if people go like, like something like <laughs> in their throat. Like yeah, it's really super disgusting. gross. Yeah. I think it's such a guy mm. thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, I went to China once, and people did it all the time. Oh and, gosh, yeah, <laughs> gross me out. But it's yeah, it's the, just the culture, I think. Mm, <laughs> so true. So, are you a cat person or a dog person? Oh, actually, I know one. Now. Okay, good. <laughs> Tell us. Um, whenever people like, for example, at work, because I work at a cafe, and I'll mm-hmm. be like, "Do you need a bag, or do you want a bag?" And they'll be like, "Oh, if that's possible." <laughs> I would like. I always wanted to scream in their face. I wouldn't ask. It wasn't possible. <laughs> I would just be like, nice. Yes, of course. That's hilarious. It's so annoying. Just mm. like unnecessary questions. Mm. And, um, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> now that I think of it, I just like whenever people can answer the question, like I'm like, don't mm. ask, please. Like <laughs> that's so British as well to like yeah, beat around the bush as we'd say and not be like direct. Mm-hmm. So funny. Okay, so how would you describe yourself in three words? Positive, 
adventurous, mindful. Mm, beautiful. And I know this already, but what is your sun sign? Sun sign is Libra. And you know your moon sign? I can't remember this one. Cancer. Cancer. Yeah. Mm. Do you want to know my rising? Oh, yeah, do tell me. <laughs> I actually don't know. Like, oh. or, like this, this woman. Vir- is it called virgin? Virgo? Virgo? No, Virgo is like an animal, too. Ah, uh, true. It's Jungfrau. It's Jungfrau. Virgin, but like, that's the you didn't have sex yet that's yeah, yeah. virgin but it's like <laughs> German so. okay all the German people you'll know um okay let me think of something else because <laughs> okay so this is one that I always ask now on the episodes so you know the question like if you were gonna be on a desert island what would you bring but instead you're on the moon because, you know make it spiritual <laughs> you're on the moon and you got all your food you need you got your oxygen you got water what one like essential would you take with you god that's hard mm. like Maybe I'll bring a book. I don't know. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) I don't know if I would do much if I like if I'm there for the rest of my life. Mm, Or maybe a journal. Or maybe Kindle. (laughs) Um, a canvas and like a brush so I could paint. Yeah, I could paint like the moon and what I see from there. Yes, because you're always painting. I love that. Mm -hmm. Great answer. (laughs) Oh well, thank you so much, Kira coming on the show and we wanted to do this interview for a while and finally we've made it happen so can you just share before we wrap up and just your social media links we'll post them anyway but you can just uh, shout them out if you wish <laughs> yeah so my instagram handle is quite complicated it's kira <laughs> and then pjson but without the vocals so it'll be like ptrsn and my YouTube is just Kira Peterson. Beautiful, thank you. And yeah, like I said, we'll link those below. So, Kira, looking forward to seeing you in Australia yeah, next year. Too. We're gonna do another episode for sure. So, thank you all for listening and have a great day. Well, there we have it. That was my conversation with Kira. I hope you enjoyed the episode and all of the awesome topics that we covered. And for sure, I can highly recommend checking out Kira's Instagram, especially as we mentioned, she's going to be in Hawaii um, in just a couple weeks, so just under a couple weeks. And yeah, just watching her stories and her photos. Oh, it's just, I can live vicariously through her <laughs> then, which is always nice. And not to mention, don't forget to check out her YouTube channel as well. She's always po- posting really awesome vegan food videos if you're into that and as you will have noticed hopefully the microphone situation has worked out a lot better now the sound quality is much clearer because i figured out a little bit of a hack (laughs) with the microphone situation before we were just clipping them on uh, so they would be like underneath uh, the chin like on the t-shirt and the sound quality was awful so now we've got the mics propped up like right in front of our mouths which works a lot better so thank you for being super super patient as i know the previous few episodes weren't the clearest but hopefully the message still shone brightly through so i would just love to mention a few things 
that will be that every monday i will now be releasing a brand new episode um whether it's uh, an interview episode or whether it's a solo episode with me there'll be something to listen to each monday so you can look out wherever you're listening whether that be itunes spotify apple Podcasts, all the things um so yeah you can keep an eye out i would be so so grateful if you are able to leave a review for this episode hopefully five stars and yeah just support our facebook page doing it for the dharma instagram doing it for the dharma if you're interested in my personal life my instagram is the vegan yogi traveler traveler with two l's because that's how we spell it in the uk and yeah i'm just really really looking forward to this whole platform growing and flourishing and just connecting with more and more inspiring women like i'm so overwhelmed by the amount of interviews i need to do because like i said in my first episode i just know so many incredible women it's just uh, simply amazing so i'm super super happy and also excited because tonight so i'm recording this now the the outro if you like on a saturday evening and i'm co-hosting a women's new moon circle tonight for the new moon in scorpio and we'll be working with um embroidering our sacred universe art which is gonna be so amazing i'm actually going to be doing an episode with laura soon laura is the creator of universe so definitely check her out as well on instagram you should find her on my page i've tagged her in a few posts a few posts so yeah i'm just just so looking forward to this i really love the energies of these women new moon circles there's something so so special about them and how we all come together in sisterhood and it's like supporting each other we're all there for the same reason we want to grow we want to thrive and flourish so maybe i'll share with you in the next episode uh how that went so i just yeah i just wanted to share i think at the end of the episodes i'll just share a few little things that i've been up to and if you're interested in my personal life you can listen and if you're not then you can uh, end the episode there if you like so yeah anyway i'm gonna stop rambling now um yeah i think i've pretty much covered all the bases so just keep an eye out every monday for a new episode come say hello on instagram or facebook and i look forward to being with you next time